Liberia's civil war reached Peters and Sonia's house when he was 15 years old. On Peters and Kay Sonia. Rebels were closing in on the capital, and the army was panicked. The civil war disintegrated into ethnic violence, and Peterson watched Liberians hunt Liberians. Yes, it worried me a lot because I see myself as a Liberian and a Liberian hunting me, so it worried me a lot. The government handed out weapons to anyone who would fight. The army targeted Peterson's tribe, the Gio, because they were associated with Charles Taylor's rebels. His family ran from house to house, farm to farm, escaping from the, the soldier, and eventually ran to the capital, Monrovia. I went to St. Peter Lutheran Church. They huddled into the St. Peter's Lutheran Church compound, a tall white sanctuary surrounded by a low cement wall. I went there to seek refuge. Thousands of people took refuge in the church. They thought they'd be safe, but the soldiers hunted them down. We were there and we were still hunted again by those singing soldiers that we escaped from, from our very home. The soldiers, many of them teenagers and boys, many of them drunk or high, would pass the gate of the church compound and threaten that one day they would massacre the families living there. Each time they passed around, tell that one of these days we would enter here and kill everybody that here and carry on our massacre. But the families had nowhere else to go. They made a small life for themselves inside the compound. They took water from the well and brought their businesses from home. When we first entered the compound, things were fine. People carried their small, small businesses that they have. What kinds of things were people selling? People have their dry fish, their biscuit, and uh, all of these stuff they were selling in the compound. And at night, they would gather together to sleep in the sanctuary. At night come, we spread our clothes on the benches and lie down. The father would sleep, would lie down on the bench, and then you sleep right on him. The men slept on the benches, the small boys underneath, and the women and girls in an adjacent school building. One evening, armed soldiers came and rattled the gate. Again, they said they would kill everyone inside. Later that night, they came back. 11, 12, they came back. No. That's the turn on the Karen's serious killing. Started to kill people. The soldiers used whatever weapons they could. Knives, bayonets, machine guns. You got uh, M16, you had AK. These are the guns they were using. The room turned bright with flashes of gunfire. Peterson could see the faces of the killers and the victims falling from the pews in strobes of blue light. When they were firing, the whole plate turned bright, very bright. Like you could see those guys, you could see the killing. He felt himself become wet with blood. And blood was pulling out like you lying down in a river. So they start killing, start killing. People were crying all over the place. People were crying, women upstairs in the school building. Some attempted to escape the slaughter. And when you're making a attempt to escape, that way they kill more people again. They will grab you, they kill you. People that were escaping that night were killing them. I was still on the bench, and my father left the bench down for the first time he came down to me. He covered me up. His father lay over him, a shield from the rain of bullets. Peterson lay still under his father while the killing went on. The armed men left, and then they came back with more ammunition. 
Peterson and his father lay together beneath the pew until dawn. And finally, his father spoke. After the studio had left, he told me that old Peterson had been hit by a bullet. He had been hit. He was bleeding. His words came slowly and he rolled off of his son and onto the ground. He rolled down. He told me that he was thirsty. His father managed to say that he was thirsty. So Peterson climbed over the bodies and into the courtyard to get water from the well. When I went outside to get water for him to drink. But the well was red with blood. The whole water was bloody up. So he turned back, trying to reach his father, still lying on the church floor. But the bodies were so many, there was barely room to walk. But Bali was just all over, all over. There is no place that you could even put your foot. Because Bali was all over. No way you could walk and even get so. Bali was all over. So when I came back to my father, by the time he was there, he died from the wound. When I ran, I came outside, saw my mother with my brother, my sister, then along with my auntie, start crying. I gave her the news now that, oh, mama, they killed my dad. Everyone fled. Everybody just went different, different direction. Peterson and a small group of boys tried to seek refuge in the nearby USAID compound, but their clothes were bloodied and they were turned away. They decided to try to walk out of the city past the army checkpoints and across the rebel line to Charles Taylor's rebel-held territory. Yeah, I think we have to escape to see how we can make our way to Charles Taylor boys and to the rebel line. At the first checkpoint, soldiers stripped Peterson and his friends from the waist up, lined them up on the roadside, and asked them to state their tribal affiliation. We were... Our boys in number, the first checkpoint, they said, where are you people from? Where are your trap? They took one boy behind a building and shot him. They executed him, they killed him. Peterson and the rest escaped and managed to hitch a ride to the rebel line. How come we crossed and went to the rebel line when we got there? I saw some of my cursing, my older brother. Peterson's brothers, his cousins, his friends, they all took up arms and joined in the fighting. And said I should join him. I said no. But he refused to join the rebels. He had seen enough killing. People were always tell me that they kill your father. They kill all of these people. Why you don't want to join the rebel? I said no. If I even join and take arm, it will not bring no people's life back. It will definitely not bring their life back. Six hundred people died in the Monrovia Lutheran Church Massacre. Peterson Sonia kept his promise, however, to never take up arms. He escaped to the Ivory Coast and lived as a refugee until the war in Liberia ended. Today, he is the founder of the Lutheran Church Massacre Survivors Association and is working with other survivors for reconciliation and reparations. The story was produced by none other than Snap's own Anna Sussman.